Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Go to DrinkingBrosTickets.com for all your ticketing needs. Want to sit with Dan and I at your favorite events? Go to DrinkingBrosTickets.com today. All right. Hey, guys. What is going on? Welcome to the first ever episode of Drinking Bros College Basketball. College Hoops. College Hoops. <laughs> I already fucked it up. That one. Oh, I damn, mean, dude. Basketball. They're going to fire hoops. us. I don't call it hoops ever. Like, at no point in my life have I been like, hey, hoops, dude. You want to watch some hoops? You want to hoop? Right, but I mean, I've known you for a while, but just looking at you, I can tell you, you're not a hooper. I no, not even. It's not your sport. Absolutely not. Like I've never played field hockey before, but I'm confident that it, I could do better at just like taking that like weird club and play that sport better yeah. immediately than I could basketball, which I've right. played for years of my life. Of course, but whatever. Anyway, welcome to Drinking Bros College Hoops. Uh, we are your hosts. My name is Rob Fox. You might know me from the uh, main Drinking Bros podcast as Hot Bob. Hot Bob. Oh, that came that out of in. nowhere. That's, yeah. that's got to be uh, like a fake, like... Well, I'm, fake, like Dan. Giant, I'm fake Dan. You call so. a giant guy tiny. Right. You call it... Like, nothing about me looks hot. I'm not sexy, and I look like I'm cold all the time. <laughs> You've, you Not an ounce of sun. Yeah, no. so there's nothing not hot. Not a single ray. Yeah, nothing hot about me. No. Uh, and you are a straight potato. Uh, and I'm Dan Regester. Dan Regester. Um, AKA fake Dan on the, whatever, the Drinking Bros. Drinking Bros. Pot, yeah. Uh, and, and the Ross Patterson Revolution. Revolution, yeah. So uh, some of the people who are watching might be from, might know us from our old uh, uh, stuff or from Softcore History, our current podcast. From Grand Total X Fra- Days. Grand yeah. X Total Frat Move. Uh, this is our new gig. This is our new full-time gig along with um, producing a couple other podcasts with this company. Yeah. With Tetherball Academy Media. But we are talking college basketball mostly because we're not necessarily college basketball fanatics so much as we are college basketball gambling fanatics we just like to gamble yeah we well, just i like mean to- i'm a big uh i mean i grew up a villanova fan obviously being a philadelphia sports fan so villanova through and through college basketball is actually the only uh thing i grew up with in my house because both my parents went to st louis university which has no football team but they had a basketball team. They have a really creepy mascot. And the yeah, the Billikens. The Billikens. But yeah, that's I mean, like a weird Asian uh demigod. It's not it's unsettling to look at. Yeah, no, it's a uh it's like kind of like a dollar store version of the Duke mascot almost. It is absolutely a dollar store. Well, like Slew's uniforms in general are a dollar store Duke. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just but I don't blame them. It's like a it's like how Mexican football teams rip off college uniforms. Why not? There's three hundred there's 300 college basketball teams. How much? Watching a lot of Mexican football? Yeah, I am. Um, Footy or football? American. American football. Okay. But yeah, so we are here and we're talking about we're talking about everything from gambling to recapping the week uh, to just giving our picks going forward and all that shit. We really like the I don't know, it comes it really comes from the perspective of like if you were ever in the student section of a college basketball game, if you're just like drunk on a Saturday night in January right and gambling on random sports that's our perspective as college basketball fans I got a little knowledge I I mean I when I was in college uh, let's not undersell it yeah when I was in college I I do like to set the bar on the ground that that way you can just step over it yeah Yeah. exactly there's no we don't want to we don't want to put it high I mean when I was in college my team made the elite eight I got to see a nice little run 
I, I, I like. I enjoyed it. You know, uh, whenever UCF makes the tournament, it's usually not a long run. So, uh, kind of like the pinnacle of our success was Taco Fall, <laughs> and that it's team that boy. took we took Duke to the wire two years ago. Yeah, so, should have beat them. We that were, guy's a problem. We were up four with like thirty seconds left. That's anytime you play in a tournament game against a non Power Five team, and you read that one of the dudes on the team is like seven six, you're just like, God fucking damn it. Well, yeah, I mean, Taco is a national treasure at this point. Even though he's a Boston Celtic and a Philadelphia 76ers fan, I still appreciate Taco. Solid golf swing. You know, it's unfortunate, though, because he wanted to be an astronaut. That was his life goal is to be an astronaut. He came to our school to become, like, kind of a aerospace engineer. Wanted to go that route, but you're, you're just too damn tall to fit into a capsule. He, he would get closer to space stepping on a ladder than he ever would in the he's, astronaut program. It's ironic because he's the closest to space of pretty much most of mankind, but he'll never actually <laughs> be eligible to get there. It's deep, deep irony. It's um, always the, sh- the shortest are like the ones Greek that get tragedy. to space. Yeah, yeah. No, that's really not good. Is. So anyway, we kind of wanted to come at this uh, from part partly uh, degenerate gambler, partly casual sports fan and partly like i miss i i genuinely genuinely miss i love college football but i genuinely miss my days uh as a college basketball fan as a student more i would say okay i feel like it's more less people are into it and the first segment of every show aside aside from the introduction is going to be my airplane bottle shot of the week so something that kind of matches what's currently going on or what went on this week in college basketball college basketball just the world Okay. You know, because when you go to a college basketball game as a student, you uh, you go to the concession stand and you buy like a Coke or like a shitty like Minute Maid lemonade. You go to the bathroom, you pour half of it out and you just fill it with uh, pocket shots right. or airplane bottle shots and get shit faced because they don't sell alcohol in most arenas. When you were in college, yes. Yeah. When I, yeah, well, when I was in college. Ten years ago. Uh, and and yeah. half the time I was under 21 anyway and yeah. they don't. Arenas and stadiums are not the uh, easiest carters, I feel like. So, today, uh, in honor of the Maui Invitational. The, which, the Maui Invitational in Ash, was Asheville, North Carolina? Yeah, it was, it was in North Carolina, I know that. Okay. In honor of the Maui Invitational, I'm just going to rip this bottle of Sailor Jerry's. And I fucking hate spice rum, by the way. This is like a bottom five shot for me. Sailor Jerry's not awful in terms of like quality of rum, but... You didn't go Parrot Bay? Dude, I mean, fuck it all. Like, that was like, this was like, I had to stop drinking spice rum and I didn't high know school. we were going on vacation. Yeah, we're going tropical to, route. Going here. to Maui. There we go. You're having a Mai Tai. Yeah. By the way, if you've ever been to Hawaii, have just you fucking drink. Have you ever been present. to Hawaii? No, I've never been to Hawaii. Hawaii is. Oh, I'm sorry. I was on my Hawaii. I was at, uh, on my honeymoon in Hawaii right before COVID. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, I, mean, I, was, I was going to say was is that that island is littered with dog shit Mai Tais. Yeah, no. that is like it's like uh, hurricanes in New Orleans or something. It's just all garbage. Makes sense. Yeah. But anyway, I'm gonna check out. Drink this poison. Like Go this, ahead. I'm not excited about this. I would rather be doing a Rumpelman's. Taking a little longer than I thought. And there he goes. Welcome to drinking, bros. That's spicy. They don't pour fast. They they. No, have, there's still a little oh God, a little left here. I fucking hate rum so much. All right. That was our airplane shot of the week, airplane bottle shot of the week, because we like to, I like to pretend that I'm. You like to pretend you're party? Still, yeah, I don't party anymore at all. 
Or that you're in your 20s? I don't feel like I'm in my 20s. My knees are in my 40s, and my liver is in its 60s. And that Sailor Jerry... We're not long for the world. That Sailor no. Jerry is going to be in my toilet in the worst way possible by the end of the night. Not not out my dick. Out my mouth. Yeah, so you want to get in some uh, college basketball that happened over the past week? Yeah, yeah. Let's a little quick recap. We'll do a quick uh, weekly recap. This was a good... It was a good week. was. Which, we're not even over yet. So, Oh, by the way, normally this will be on Mondays. Yes. But because we had a couple good games already... And because Gonzaga and Baylor play on Saturday. Which we, we are going to live stream. We are going to live stream that game at noon on Saturday. We'll so also t- watch other college football games as yeah, well. Yeah, we'll be in on college football as well. Uh, yeah, whoever's playing. We'll just be in this room. Uh, we'll have multiple, multiple TVs set up, and yeah, we'll be good to go. Yeah. Which, yeah. by the way, Coastal BYU announced today. Yeah, Coastal BYU. Ross wanted us to tell you guys real quick that he made a pick for that because that came on after our college show. He went all in on BYU, which is I believe a mistake. We're I'm taking going, money line coastal. We're going coastal money line, which yeah. is like plus two ninety. Ten point dogs. I might. I might put them both. Yeah, why not? Money line in the spread. Yeah, well, obviously, you just cover your cover your ass. Yeah, they're going to cover for sure. Uh, almost three to one odds though for money line. Yeah, give me. It's the team of destiny. But anyway, this the is real not, team of destiny. Not a football show. Well, just repping for my coastal. Not Carolina. a football show. Maybe yeah. we'll talk about you. Uh, but yeah. So weekly recap. I guess we'll start with the best game, or at least like what should have been. Not the actual best game, but the best matchup, I thought, of the week. Yeah, so far. Um, what was built up as the best matchup? Yeah. Clearly was not. Uh, Baylor was superior over Illinois, 82-69 in Jimmy V Classic. You didn't, Which you didn't believe me. I, I like to... I want to believe in Illinois. Illinois, trust me, man. I'm a Missouri fan. I, I've watched that team pretty close. I grew up in St. Louis, where the Post-Dispatch covers both Missouri and Illinois. And Illinois fans will tell you this, too. Like, few teams do less with more like right. Chicago in their backyard, a huge state school, gorgeous can incredible school. Like they're almost as good as like, I mean, they have a potential player of the year. They also have baby Shaq, Kofi yeah. Cockburn, uh, who got in a little foul trouble this game. So like much pretty, like a baby Shaq, much like baby Shaq. So he's, he's not, pretty much, it was not adult Shaq. No. So he, he was pretty much a non-factor in this game. Only had seven points. They hung tight though. I was For, actually surprised. So yeah. I told Dan, I took Baylor, minus four and a half on this game. Like, I just took the spread or whatever straight up. And because uh, I thought Baylor was going to run him off the court. Like, I thought Illinois Illinois opened the season with two blowouts, like massive blowouts of shitty teams. Right. And then Ohio played them real close because some dude on Ohio, I forgot who it was, but he, he this guy in Ohio had like the game of his life, dropped like 30-something points. Pretty and, sure you weren't expecting uh, Adam Flagler off the bench scoring 18 points for Baylor. A lot of pe- I was expecting just Baylor to be a deeper, better team and more athletic. What Fair I was enough. wrong about is that they weren't more athletic. That Illinois team is the type of like college basketball team you look at and you're just like Jesus fucking Christ. Like these dudes, they I just mean, they're just jacked. A do- Mo or however the fuck you say his last name. It's, re- it's really hard to say. Yeah, I, uh, the, I both teams are kind of littered with that. I mean, he's he's a between him and Luca Garza. You talking about Io? Io, yeah, yeah. Pretty much, him and Luca Garza are, is going to be between them for probably Player of the Year. Garza is going to take it. Yeah, Garza's because Garza is Garza's averaging like fucking. Yeah, 50 Garza's is just going to dump in stats. Iowa's going to Iowa's going to be whatever, and they're going to shit out early in the tournament. But Garza's going to dump dump stats. Scored eighteen sheet. points, only shot thirty three percent from the field. He so what's funny is when when Baylor went on their run, uh, Iowa was kind of the guy keeping Illinois from total. Disaster. That's when he woke up. That's, right. Total disaster was avoided. Well, it was 56 51 with eight minutes left. Yeah. And then Baylor and then went off. Kind of put the clamps on. Yeah. And I think the difference was pretty much just that, like, Baylor had a better backcourt. 
Illinois, stop making shots. It's hard to win a game when you don't make shots. Because Baylor's defense, I, I got to say, like, ba- Baylor played really good defense, but Illinois wasn't taking shitty shots. Also nope. worth mentioning, Scott Drew's first game back. He's been quarantined for the first two games. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if he's getting over COVID or whatnot, but yeah, first game coaching the team and, uh, you know, he showed up. Dude, yeah. I mean, it was a heavyweight fight. Like both of those teams. So for just to give some perspective, and I'm going to be a Missouri homer all the time. I was watching the Missouri game at the same time, partly. And <laughs> I was just like looking at Missouri, who's like a mediocre team, maybe a bubble team. And then I was looking at the and I was like, dude, the difference in just the bodies between Missouri and then uh, Baylor and Illinois, like it was ridiculous. Both of those teams were just freak athletes. Right. Uh, so I, I, I would say, I don't know, Illinois could still win the Big Ten. Illinois is really fucking good. And I mean, Baylor it just showed their pedigree, just kind of like, yeah, they're going to be, they're in the mix, they're in Final Four territory, which I didn't give them credit for. They don't uh, make a Final Four, and they they were natty contenders last year. Right, but I mean, but they, of course, you know, yeah, of course. This, this, the tournament got One canceled. Year. But, I mean, until Scott Drew proves to me otherwise that he can make a Final Four or yeah, even yeah. win his conference, because he's never won a, com- like a Power Five conference yeah, yeah, in whatever. his coaching career. Like, you got to do that. You got to show who it. Who won it last first. year, Tech? Or did Kansas win again? Because Kansas had their streak broken, but I can't remember who won. It was still Kansas. Probably, why yeah. not? Fuck, fuck Kansas, but fuck it. Uh, but yeah, man, Baylor. I don't know. Baylor to me is the best team in the country right now, and not true. It's, we're going to talk about who you think is the best team yeah. in the country next. So Zags really going out on a limb here, picking right. the number one team in the country, number one and two teams in the country as my national champions. Right. I mean, Zags look like a machine. Yeah. I mean, Jalen Suggs goes out with an injury, ankle injury in the first half, and I mean, they had three guys scored nineteen points. I lost this bet. So at the half, West Virginia was up four, and they were still the live dogs like they were live money line plus you texted me and i'm like yeah, yeah. Just don't I, and just i was like and eggs. i was like sugs is out fuck and so i i bet west virginia they lost um because i'm really high on west virginia. i like west virginia a lot there and they're another team too even more so than gonzaga actually that you just look at them and you're like dude are these just like like gladiators like right. all these dudes are fucking jacked well in gonzaga too it's just uh, like you know, a bunch of their guys are coming back from last year's team, but you can't like name who they are. No, well, so the thing about you're Gonzaga, like, oh, they though, got a bunch of they got a bunch of talent returning, and they got a like a lottery pick coming in. Jalen yeah. Suggs, that five star, he he ends up coming back in the second half, only puts up four points in the game, but like is the spark they need. You know, he just him. I feel like coming back onto the court, and I, a bunch of people said this too. This is not my, like my original thought, but he came back, and Gonzaga was like, oh fuck, thank God, oh Jesus Christ. Okay, okay, but you you know who I love on Gonzaga actually, and who is like the opposite of everyone I just mentioned? Kispert. No, Timmy. Oh, uh, yeah, Timmy. Timmy. I reading about him is like the funniest thing in the world. He so this dude Timmy. I forget his first name. If you I don't know if you look it up. Uh, it's like their center, or maybe he's a four, real tall white guy who apparently just talks like Philip Rivers type of shit. You know what right. I mean? Like cheesy shit mean, talk. Oh, oh, Drew Timmy. Yeah. Drew Timmy. Yeah. 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 Talks like he 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 has like Philip Rivers like cheesy shit talk. Right. And but he's really like looks all, like the biggest goon in the world. Oh, he looks like an yeah. absolute goof. He's the exact opposite of all the dudes I was just talking about on Illinois and and Baylor and West Virginia. Like he's just like a lanky, goofy white guy who was not that highly recruited. I want to say. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he was good in high school for sure, but he wasn't like. 
Mark Fuse Staples kind of just been getting those like three or four stars with a chip on their shoulder. And he, I mean, Gonzaga too, they like to recruit those Australians and just kind of like internationally. He is not Australian. He's not. Yeah. But I'm saying like yes. this is just kind of like the petty. When you they think Gonzaga that, basketball, they, that's what you think. You think like St. Mary's is the same way. Anybody in like the West Coast Conference. Those are the only two schools in the country that recruit Australians. Yes. St. Mary's, Gonzaga. It's brilliant, really. Maybe Pepperdine, but it's it's all yeah. like WCC teams. Yeah. Yeah. Not nah, Drew Timmy is uh is he didn't you know, he had a good game but like I I don't know that to guy me, to me he is, just looks like you know Frank Kaminsky with just like an alcohol problem yeah yeah but Zags won this game like not super easy but they were in control most of the second half like West Virginia did their best but right West Virginia also has shooting problems uh, Derek Colver put up eighteen points for West Virginia but uh. I think their second leading scorer also fouled out in the second half. So yeah, they they West Virginia is like athletically freakish, right. and obviously they have a good coach, but they don't like there's huggy no touch. Bear. There's no touch to their game. No like, huggy huggy lo- bear is gonna huggy bear. Yeah, there's it's, not a lot of assists. There's not a lot of three point shooting. They don't even shoot foul uh, foul shots that well. Free throws that well. They don't even press anymore. They don't. They I don't know. They don't do press Virginia stuff. Which. Which is kind of a downer. Apparently, he's kind of back to like his Cincinnati Kenyon Martin days now, where yeah. he just recruits like bad dudes <laughs> to just like be mean to you yeah. and like beat you up on the court. Right. Which fine. Those Cincinnati teams were dope. Yeah. But yeah, West Virginia's not there yet. I still think that West Virginia is the second best team in in the Big Twelve. Gonna disagree with you there. Who your big? Who would you rank in the Big it Twelve? It seems like your uh, Missouri bias is showing. Kansas is better than West Virginia. No, no. Yeah. I wouldn't even put Kansas third. No, Kansas is better. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Kansas is third at best right now. You can't put Kansas over Texas right now. I can, and I you will. can? All right, I all will. right. Well, we'll talk about we're talk about Texas then. Uh, Texas, I didn't get to watch this game because we were producing another podcast, but I was watching it on our gambling website, like right. the live feed, feed of the numbers. Com. Yeah, yeah, I was watching course. on MyBookie, like the live feed of the numbers, because uh, I had money on the under – which we'll get into in a minute. Uh, I bet unders constantly. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, I'd run in the under, so I was watching the numbers, whatever. And Texas had a nice little cushion for a while. Right. And UNC came back. Like Garrison UN- Brooks had 18. He kind of led the charge there. But yeah, Matt Coleman hits a game winner with 0.1 seconds left. That's their five-star freshman, right? Yeah. Yeah, so Texas is like... Texas is a good... Ken Palm, KenPalm.com likes Texas a lot. I think they're in their in Ken Palm's top 10. But the AP has Texas at like 17. Right. And I'm on record saying that this is Shock Smart's last year at Texas. So uh, not, last, he's off to a hot start, but we'll see. His, if it's we'll his see. last year if he blows it with this team. Which he will. Ah, man. Well, he didn't blow it against Shaka. North Carolina. Wait, didn't they beat North Carolina a couple years ago? And then they shit the bed too? Yeah, this is just... They did. They did, actually. Typ- this is typical they Texas. They did beat North Carolina a couple it's years ago. It's their football then, team. It's their basketball yeah. team. They always get off hot, and it's just like, oh, Texas is back. So is this like a back. North Carolina's ranked now, but by the end of the year, they're... Right, like this UNC the team... ACC this UNC team, in my opinion, is, you know, yeah, middle of the road ACC. For whatever reason, the last few years of Roy Williams, it's been a little rough. Last year, I think it was his first season ever coaching a team under 500. Yeah. The so. ACC, uh, in general, has had a rough couple of years yeah i don't believe like duke's in, like, down do you believe in duke this year no 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 really. no, no buy uh sell sell on duke right now don't buy virginia duke. lost to uh san francisco i still buy virginia 
I bu- uh, yeah, of course. I, like Bennett Ball. Yeah, I'm believing in Bennett Ball. Until I buy any team in the tournament, even though they kind of yeah, obviously they lost to a 16 seed. But generally, I buy any team in the tournament that plays weird. Also, San Francisco. I mean, they they're fine. They catch you on an off night. Yeah, yeah. you know. But Texas uh, won on a last second shot with their five star freshman. But they they have like the rest of their team is like juniors and seniors. Yeah, like it's a it's a experienced. That's fine. Old team. Sure. And still shock us, Marcer coach. You know, I'm not convinced he's dog shit. I'm convinced he was overrated at, at VCU, but yeah, I'm not he's convinced. Living he, off a of Final Four, I'm not convinced he sucked. A Final Four? How many Final Four co- coaches are there right now? Active? Fifteen? It's hard to say. Twenty? Could, no possible way max out of like three hundred. And we don't have a producer because like um, yeah, it's just us. Usually, right I would be the one. Yeah. Googling this. By the way, these beers always explode, so this is going to be interesting. You get this on my laptop. Well, you don't mind too. Come on. No, I think you're good. Yeah, there we go. Wow. Safe open. There we go. These beers are old as fuck. Um, yeah, so Texas uh, Texas won. They hit the under for me. I think Texas is the uh, third best team in the Big 12. I think Kansas is fourth. <sighs> Again, this is your bias, Sean. If you can, can't tell, he went to Mizzou. Yeah, I went to Mizzou. But I don't know. Fuck it. I, yeah, Kansas is the third best team in the Big 12. Even K, KU fan. I, I was DMing a KU fan on Twitter who, who we who talks shit to me all the time. And I was like, what do you think of them this year? Cause I'm doing a college basketball podcast. And he was like, honestly, dude, like, I, like we're not as good as usual. And if there was ever a year to take the uh, NCAA violations, we're definitely going to get, he was I like, mean, I just want us to forfeit the year. Yeah. Well, like, like, guess what? Whenever Kansas is down, guess what they do? They win the big 12. It doesn't matter. I know they Atlanta Braves to the big 12 for 14 years. Yeah. They literally just won it every year. It doesn't fucking matter. And the Big 12 is loaded this year, but I still think the Kansas, big, Kansas my prediction is Kansas will win a share of the Big 12 regular season. They you can't they win do. a share. You can. Regular season. I mean, it's the same thing as No, there's still a tie break. No, no. Big Ten, you're talking tournament. I'm talking regular season you can still win a share. Same as Big 10. Like Wisconsin okay. when it, like when in doubt just say Wisconsin's going to win a share of the Big 10. Okay. I do not think Kansas is going to win. The Big 12. Because I think a few years ago, Kansas and Texas Tech won regular season. All right. Yeah. That's fair. No, 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 no. There is a tie break in certain instances. So sometimes there's not some nope, there's because still share. Missouri and Kansas tied in 2012, but Kansas had the tie break on us. So you'll still put up that banner. We didn't because we have honor. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, anyway, whatever. I don't know. I, I don't I don't have faith in Kansas because they, they don't have Allen Fieldhouse anymore. They don't have fans in there. It doesn't matter. No one has have, fans. Yeah, but they have a better home court advantage than anyone in the country. Look at Duke. Duke just lost to an okay Michigan State team. I mean, like, they're, Michigan State's not that much better than Duke. Okay, Rob. I don't, don't mean to flex on Duke. you here, but as a former basketball player myself. Uh, what level? Intramural fan. God damn it. We're talk, I'm talking a sub-500 team leading scorer here for uh, the Fiji, Fiji squad in Greek League Cup. Largest university in the country. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. Huge talent pool. Largest university, Massive. thus it's the like largest play, talent pool. It's essentially like playing D three. No big deal. Um I well, you're not off. When you're familiar to at like when you're shooting at a gym and you're familiar with the gym, it's still an advantage. All right, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I yeah, but also having thirty thousand screaming lunatics not there makes a difference. There you're not fitting thirty thousand. Whatever, twenty. What it doesn't No, not even. Like right. fucking Duke, like Camden indoors is like three thousand people. But it's they're all on top of each other. I was talking about Allen. You're out of your. I was talking about Allen Fieldhouse. It's they're sixteen three. 
Okay. Yeah, Still yeah. Very much smaller. That's All half. Right. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. But it's fine. Uh, and then the other big news from the past week. Uh, I mean, we can talk about Duke, Michigan State more, but whatever. I don't. I don't think Duke or Michigan. I don't think Michigan either, State kind of shit the bed at the end there, but they still survive. I don't. I don't think Duke is like they'll be. They'll end up in the top top half of the top probably third of the ACC. But yeah, I don't. right. And I also don't want to spoil one of our segments coming up with the the power rankings for Michigan State. Well, of, of a sort. Of a sort. Yeah. yeah. We'll, um, we'll get to that. But the other one is Stanford's just moved to North Carolina now. Yeah, so uh, Stanford can't go home. They just can't. No. Because if they go home, they like pretty much forfeit the rest of their season. They're like, we can't play any games here. So they're currently scheduling you, out if games. If you go back into uh, whatever county they're in, they're in Santa they're, Clara. They're in Palo Alto, they're, right? If you go back to Palo Alto, you can't leave Palo Alto. Which, I mean, their football team's in Arizona, so they're stuck in North Carolina. And right. they're, they're just trying to get a game right now in North Carolina. Games? Yeah. Which, just like in football, how BYU and... Coastal scheduled, scheduled that last a game, game like forty five. Uh, basketball teams doing that all the place. I, yeah. Again, I'll bring up Missouri because that's the one I'm most familiar with. That Oregon game we played last night. Bet we, bet Oregon didn't wish, or like they wish they didn't schedule that game at this point. Well, they don't give a. F- they needed to play. They hadn't even played yet at that point, so right. they needed a game regards. But that so, was that was scheduled like four days ago. Mm-hmm. Like they did it. They did it out of nowhere. Yeah, they were just like, yeah, hey, all right. We're so gonna how play. excited are you now that Mizzou beat a ranked team? Oh, I'm they drag you in ready to get my heart broken. Yeah. 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 Already. I mean, after the football team beat LSU, was... like more excited or less excited than uh, when you guys have Michael Porter Jr. for three games. Dude, I can't even I can't even think about that. That wasn't quite no Norfolk State, but it was a, one of the Porter it, brothers still there. No, still there. Just no, Jonte left the year out. But there's his the dad still works at Mizzou because we have another crew. There's another Porter. There's another porter in Columbia, right? And he's a big crew as well. When's he coming in? I think like a year or two. Okay, maybe three. Yeah. Which, by the way, we forgot. He's like fifteen. We forgot to do one of those segments. Tweeting at Crutes. Tweeting at That'll be on the next episode. Yeah. So the next episode. In fact, we'll bring it to you on the live stream because we'll probably need stuff to talk about. Um, is uh, one of our segments is going to be we're just going to read off uh, tweets and replies that people send to recruits. Also, Cameron Indoor's nine thousand shouts to Connor Murphy. Thank you, Connor. Well, it's 3,000, 9,000. Who can tell? Who could tell? But they're right on top of you. Yeah, I think the student section is 3,000. Yeah, I mean, do it like they are. They are. On yeah. the floor. Yeah. Right. No, it's it's the Camden crazies. They are. And it's what's funny is, is that there's nothing crazy about a Duke student normally. No, not really. No, not no. at all. <laughs> like, except for that uh, the Duke email check from way, way back. Remember that from the TFM days? I just remember a lacrosse situation. That not that one. No. We're not talking about that kind of crazy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Stanford doesn't have a home. Whatever. So now, now we're getting into my favorite segment. Okay. Uh, this segment of the podcast, which is brought to you by MyBookie, MyBookie.com. Go bet there. That's the place to do it. That's where we uh, do a lot of our gambling, a lot of our money winning. For you, I don't. I don't. I'm not an underboy. Yeah, I'm not. No, we can't use that term. Jared Borslow. Yeah, but I'm not an underboy. This, yeah, that's you. So the way I usually bet college basketball is, and it was thanks to you. You gave me this philosophy. Yeah, with college basketball. So, I mean, obviously the, the product on the court is not equal to the any NBA, type of professional. Not even, not even like Israel. Like, it's, come on, it's let's, about. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I used to write. Uh, as you know, and I wrote an article saying why the NIT was the best tournament in all all sports. 
And it was essentially just you're betting on kids or grown adults or grown teenagers who would just dribble off their feet. And yeah, they were just terrible at basketball. Relatively speaking. Compared right. to like the pros, right? Right, yeah. The college is, it's not a good product. It's just a bad. It is, I, well, I disagree with that, but. But I love it. It is an, it's an unpolished product. Right. Like ha- half these guys, and we'll get to it, are going to end up being real estate agents. Yeah. Like they're, yeah. they're going to go, in, they're going to go professional in something other than sports. Yeah. So what I do when I gamble on college basketballs, I very rarely look at lines and I'm like, oh yeah, f- oh yeah, fuck yeah. Like I love this line. This line's fucking great. What I usually do is um, I see two teams and I check KenPom.com. If you're serious about uh, uh, gambling on college basketball, you need a subscription to KenPom.com. They're not a sponsor or anything. Not a sponsor yet. At all. It, yeah, we should hit them up, really, because I'm going to be jacking Ken Palm off constantly. No. Uh, what you, like Essentially, what they do is they show you like the pace that every team plays, how well they get free throw, how well they get to the line, how well they shoot at the line, how well they shoot threes, all this fucking shit. And they predict the scores so well on both the uh, overs or on both the total like point total and on the spread that Vegas is essentially exactly the same as KenPom.com. And there was like two years before Vegas realized that where a couple like really astute gamblers were, uh, we're just using Ken Palm and like printing money. Yeah. It's kind of like Ken, like, Ken Palm goes. Brrr. It's almost like the S&P of college basketball. Yeah. S&P is not quite there yet though. Oh, uh, you're a Ken Palm, like, oh, it's far superior product. It's been around longer. Yeah. More data. Okay. Uh, but anyway, I love betting unders. And I especially love betting live unders. Because if I see two, one or, like, if I see a team that plays You slow, like an overreaction. Yeah. If I see a team Take it that, off to a hot start. The live the number lines. just shoots up. Yep. The live lines overreact. So what happens is, if I see a team, like, I'll, I'll keep an eye on this. There'll be one team maybe that plays slow, playing against a team... It doesn't necessarily play slow, but maybe they have a good defense or they don't shoot free throws well, or they're not like a three-point shooting team. Right. They get off to a hot start, uh, whether it's in the first five minutes or the first half, and uh, the line shoots up. The line will jump. Like, it doesn't take much to get the line to jump five to ten points up. Yeah. And then I will fucking feast on that shit. So, which leads us into our next segment. Called Under Porn, which we need a good graphic for. We definitely need a graphic for that. Giorgio, can you, can you work on that? Yeah. Are you, are you still here? You're not here, are you? Yeah. Damn it. I'm not a bottom, but I am an under. <laughs> I think you're a bottom, too. <laughs> Someone told me to stop manspreading. No, I will continue to manspread. Uh, I'm trying to get the feet out there for all the, the feet people on YouTube. Yeah, we're pretty new at this company, so we don't get paid like a shit ton yet. So no, we're, we're uh, so hammer that like button. And also, uh, if you want to hit that super chat with money, I don't know if... We even have that option yet with the amount of subscribers, but go yeah, ahead. Whatever. If you have the option. Just say, just ask for Dan's Venmo. He'll send you feet. You send money. He'll send a toe. Then you send the money. Then he'll send the full foot. I'll send the full, like, hobbit foot I have. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Can you imagine how much money you, you would make if you could I've bend, made... Could you bend your toe back into your own asshole? No, but I, I have made... Well, you should go to Four figures off one man. For for feet picks, you know, I didn't, I didn't think you were going to mention that in this podcast hey, or anywhere. Listen, man, if somebody wants to give me money for my feet, Dan has. I this is no joke. You're learning this here now. Dan Register has sold his feet picks for thousands of dollars 
to a gentleman. We're going to keep that on the DL, though. To, uh, just, not for the people at home, but for, like, you know, the IRS. Well, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to. Does the IRS want to look? They don't want to. They don't want that. They don't want to deal with that. They don't want that tax money. Can you imagine right? what kind of foot empire you would have to build before they came knocking? <sighs> like, what? at what point? Like, five figures, six figures? Before I start getting six, calls from the IRS? Not five. Six. Absolutely not five. Okay. No, no. That's small potatoes. It costs five figures to send two guys just to look into your books <laughs> and your feet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yep. they, it needs to be a big fish. But this is at a time when I was, you know, deathly unemployed and also uh, <laughs> just trying to live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You stripped your way through college. In ma- massive gambling debt. You've, you've feet-picked your way through unemployment. Yeah, you know, so, some of us have had bookies in the past. And uh, we'll just tell you, go to my bookie and I'll never have to deal with somebody potentially taking out your legs. Yeah, that's true. They're, uh, they're in the Caribbean, so they probably won't send somebody up. No. no. Yeah. It's too much work for them. It really is. Plus, you're not betting on credit. You're actually betting on the money. You yeah, put you gotta in. put your money in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. So anyway, this site we're, we're just sagged into sex, of course. Um, just like weird, gay stuff. Because of course. Yeah, yeah. What's uh, you and your wife's sex life like? Uh, a lot of under porn. A lot of under porn. A lot of under porn. She's yeah. It's just like actually, my me and my wife's sex life right now is me coming on a fucking sperm count test because we're trying to have a baby. I don't think that's how you get her pregnant. No, no. We just want to check the numbers, just to make sure nothing was wrong. Okay, so you're just you're testing your your semen. Yeah. Well, you couldn't jack off for two. I couldn't jack off for two days. Hmm. So you have to like build it up. And what's fucked up is on the box. God, I can't go two days. It, oh, it was not great uh, on the box. I can't go two minutes. I might have to whip out my dick here on on the stream. Nothing's across the hall. I can. Yeah. I can hold the. You hold I can it hold down, down the fort. Yeah. Like fifteen seconds. But no, hold on. On the box. All it was, you know, you know what a pregnancy test looks like, right? No, no, I don't, because I'm not trying to get anyone pregnant. You know what a fuck. I don't right, want no. a child in all this right, world. All right, all right, I know, I yeah, you're, you know, you know what a pregnancy test looks like, where they pee on one, they pee on the a part, and then like the lines come up a little bit later. This sperm test looked the same way, where there was a little part that clearly was for the jizz, and then there was the part that showed the lines, and like two lines means your sperm's good, one line means your sperm's not good. Are you about to tell us that you uh you're shooting blanks? No, what I'm about to tell you is I looked at that box and I was like, holy shit, like I have to jack off and hit this like minuscule target. Your precision's not good? I was legitimately worried about Are missing. you spraying? Yeah. Like the venom spray? I mean, how close do you have to get it? And I haven't jacked off in two days. Like that's gonna be a lot. Being able to hit a target, yeah. I mean, I would hold it, you know, if I had to do it, I'd hold it right up. Turns out you jack off in a cup, you gotta then there's they, there's like eight instruments. There's like a little like uh, syringe. It's a whole fucking thing. But I I looked at it and I was like, oh my god, I gotta hit this fucking target. This was just Thanksgiving. You're just you're basing your turkey. Yeah, it was at her mom's house. Yeah. Oh, you did this at her mom's. No, house? Was, no, I couldn't. At the in-laws. No, 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 no. no. Okay. Like, what would you have there for material? I mean, would you jack off to? My cell phone. Your imagination, or you had a cell phone. They had. Uh, what do you? What what sort of penthouses do you think I'm keeping in my? I don't know. Like, what's what? Are, where is some good? House, good housekeeping. With the right, I'm, I'm just trying the to right think, cover girl. What would the oh. in-laws have? Uh, what's Joanna Gaines's magazine? Our magazine's still a thing. Yeah, what's Joe? What's the one that Chip and Joe do? 
Probably just call it Chip and Joe. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. The Chip and Joe. They have name Anyway, we're getting into under porn here. We're a little off topic. All right, we're getting into under porn. Like I said, I bet unders because college basketball, anyone who's watched college basketball knows these these guys go minutes without scoring sometimes. Yeah, I mean, they're going to eventually play in Iraq, like Marshall Henderson. The, the under is the play a lot of times. Don't always do it. I actually should one day just most of the time take bet like fifty unders in the same day. Like if it's if it's not like a a superior like a, a team with talent, like a normal everyday run of the mill college basketball team that's not going to be in the top twenty five. Do just not bet the under. You can bet yeah. top twenty five teams, but don't bet machine teams like Baylor and Gonzaga. Gonzaga is going to Gonzaga fucking especially game. or Iowa. You never bet an Iowa no, under. Always hit the Iowa unders or overs because they never they don't play. A they're the best offense in the country, and B they're the worst defense in the country. Yeah. So so even when they recipe. play a dog shit team, actually the overs might be might be set really high when they play another good team. But it doesn't matter. Iowa like Iowa over under should be set at like two hundred. It should be like an NBA over under. Yeah yeah yeah. It uh, almost really. But anyway, I love betting unders, and there's nothing I love more than under porn. So. I'm going to give you the under porn of the week. Yeah, go ahead. I'm just going to read you a sequence of plays from ESPN's play-by-play. And just to let you know that it's so easy. It's so easy to win money on unders in college basketball. Okay. All you need to do, slow. You really just need that fi- that like perfect five-minute sequence. Yeah. Yeah. Slow teams, teams that turn the ball over, teams that don't shoot free throws well. Uh but I will warn you. Teams with good defenses. College basketball teams will foul till the very end. Yeah. So, like, you could be up 20 points and there's the a lot of time. That a lot goes of teams away. don't give up. That, that's worse early in the year than late in the year. Yeah. A lot of times early in the year, they'll run the fouling just to get game reps. Because they're, they're building better men, Rob. Yeah. It's not about winning or losing. I think that was my fraternity's slogan. Um, I also think it's Herm Edwards slogan well, yeah, at Arizona probably. State. Yeah. Anyway, here's my under porn of the week. It's from a game that hit the under by I think four or five points, North Carolina, Texas. One on the last second shot. I was watching this game like fuck this if it goes to overtime. This is bullshit. Pretty, yeah, overtime, you're done. Yeah. You're but anyway, it didn't thanks to the last second shot. Here's how the game started. This is how you know it's fucking great. Uh usually this isn't actually good for betting live lines, but if you bet the under on the game in general, which was a good bet, uh this is how the game started and the under Never went back up to its original line, I think. North Carolina. Jump ball won by North Carolina. North Carolina. Garrison Brooks turnover. Texas. Greg Brown missed three-point jumper. Texas. Greg Brown offensive rebound. Texas. Andrew Jones missed layup. Texas. or North Carolina. Garrison Brooks block. North Carolina. Garrison Brooks defensive rebound. North Carolina. Caleb Love turnover. We're already a minute into the game. Zero points. Zero points. I don't, it doesn't even, it doesn't sound like they got that close to the basket. There's a block, obviously, but mm-hmm. 1856 into the game. Greg Brown, steal. 16 seconds after that, Greg Brown, missed layup. Uh, then we have Armando Baycott of North Carolina, rebound. Fine. 1835 into the game, Texas. Foul on Jericho Sims. And this is my favorite. This is what this is what I love. And this is the main difference between betting the NBA and college basketball more than anything else. Right. Garrison Brooks. Missed free throw. There you go. The first minute 30 of the game, zero points scored. 
And that's kind of what you're looking for, right? That is exactly that, that's the type of thing you're looking for. Two sloppy defensive teams that aren't good. I have a under some good games to highlight later on unders and shit like that. But that is that is pure under porn. The only the only thing we were really missing was like ball off the foot, eight dudes like falling on top of each other mm-hmm. for a, a loose ball that no one picks up for ten seconds. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It, guys are gonna dive. Guys are gonna pretty much they're gonna give you their heart and soul, but they're not gonna score points. This is college basketball. Yeah, it's not look, I don't think these players are shitty or you know, stupid or anything. Trying. They're just they're just a, it's just a less polished version of the game. And also, unlike in the NBA, I mean there's like systems in the NBA and all that shit, but like it's way more defined in college basketball where you have like real, real slow fucking teams and real fast teams. Right. And you can tell the difference. All right. Well, that's my underport of the week. Of the week. I actually have a segment. Let's do it. It's uh, my Hauser Brothers power rankings. This is going to be a weekly segment. Who are the Hauser Brothers? Probably so, explain because yeah. I, I can't imagine anyone knows more than us on this feed. So Sam Hauser. Uh, not saying a lot. And Joey Hauser. Sam. Both played at Marquette. They are both grad transfers. And uh, one went to Michigan State. One went to they didn't Virginia. Stick, they didn't stick together. They did not want to make their own way. No, kind of just want to get out of each other's shadow. And uh, yeah, I mean, Sam Hauser, preseason, he was my superior Hauser brother. Okay. So he's he was, he going was into the season. My one preseason rank. one was Sam Hauser. Okay. And Joey Hauser. Who's handsomer? It's hard to say. Are they twins? They're not, no. Oh, well, I, now I need to know who's handsomer. Or if they are, they're not fraternal. Or they are fraternal, they're not identical. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I'm gonna go with a uh, little little shake up here in the the ranking system. I got Joey Hauser from uh, Michigan State. He's gonna be my number one Hauser. He uh, is undefeated. He's three and zero. Twelve points a game. Eleven point seven boards. Two assists on fifty three percent shooting. Yeah, so he he's, he passes Sam Hauser in my Hauser power rankings. Yeah, so I agree with this. I think that you said Joey, right? Joey is the yeah, superior Joey's Hauser always, right I, now. We were, we were debating this before the before the podcast, and I, I think we both agreed take the double double, take the double double, and the guy was undefeated, and he and his team won. Yeah, Sam Hauser kind of let Sam UVA did. Sam down. scored more points, shot better, a little bit too much of a showman, you know. Yeah, that's he'd what be happens. more of a team player. Also, I do think that Sam Hauser is handsomer. I mean, like, look at. Here's, so you're saying, no, that's Joey. That's Joey. That's Sam. Yeah, Sam has a Sam, little bit. He has more hair. Sam's the better looking. Well, Joey just looks like a goon. Here, here's Joey. I'll just give it to you guys here. Dude, you, that is not what you should do. That's not. No, can't do it. Whatever. Well, we don't have a producer, so fuck it. Uh, we don't have someone to put up on screen yet. Yeah, no, Sam is uh, Sam's sexier than Joey, for sure. And, uh, But Joey is. By the way, that did not come up on the camera I saw all. I could see on the fucking thing no you, you can't because it's an autofocus so it's no what I'm saying is I saw that it didn't come up I saw I I could see my failure in real fucking time that it didn't work it's a tough life lesson to learn yeah well you gotta Lifetime. learn it's better to learn than not I guess yeah so uh yeah Joey is one Sam is two and uh this is gonna be you know kind of changing every we'll week we'll change it every week well we maybe no maybe maybe Joey just kind of runs away with this the Hauser of the Year Award. Yeah, I mean, he's on... Who's Sam on again? Sorry. Sam's Virginia. Joey is on Michigan <sighs> they're State. Good. They're both, both good. good so. teams. 
man, they went to some fucking blue chip schools. Yeah, they got too. the fuck out of Marquette. Why didn't he even go to like Gonzaga or something? Also, if they were both still at Marquette, wouldn't Marquette be like a top fifteen team? You would think. <laughs> Why did they leave? They got the fuck. The, the they got the fuck out of Dodge, dude. Uh, the coach. I don't. The coach might get fired. I don't fucking. No, Howard left. What? What? Their leading scorer graduated. Oh uh, well, yeah. but they the Hausers. Whatever. Fuck it. I don't care. Joey Hauser is our top Hauser for this week. Sam Hauser, you've got a lot, a lot of catching up to do, but you are handsomer, which goes into the rankings. It does. We we but consider that we every did. week that Joey Hauser is ugly, that goes against him. I agree. Yeah, but Joey, for at least this week, is number one Hauser. Nothing ugly about a double double. No. Um, we got some games this week. We got some it, ridiculous games this weekend tonight. Well, actually, two. two um, uh, let me just throw out my big boy stack of the week. Okay. Uh, it's tonight. It's USC money line, or even uh, get the one and a half if you want, whatever, uh, against UConn. USC is the dog. USC is the dog. Yeah, I like that. I think UConn, UConn, we were talking about this before the podcast too. UConn is like, people think they're still UConn. Right, but like UConn is, and they do have this formula this year, one good player where the rest of the team's kind of trash, so they're gonna have to rely on this guy to like carry the rest of the team. So, dude, but they need okay. to go full Kemba. They need to go full fucking when, uh, Shabazz. First off, when Kemba did that, Shabazz was on the team. He didn't play. Secondly, those teams weren't that bad, and the Kemba team had Jim Calhoun as the Shabazz coach. team was fucking Kevin Ollie. I don't want to hear it. It was a Kevin. It was Kevin Ollie coaching a Jim Calhoun team. Yeah, and Kemba did it with Calhoun. Yeah. Who's a legit coach. So And Kemba's legit too. Yeah. I mean, Shabazz not like it. I mean, Shabazz hasn't really done much in the NBA. Didn't they wasn't that an eight nine game? Didn't did they beat Kentucky? Um That was yeah, a really yeah, low seeded final. I don't think they were an AC. I think they were like lower than that. They were yeah, like six seed. Yeah. The Kemba team was legit. The Shabazz team, yeah. Not so much. Not so much. But that's who you you're taking USC over UConn? Taking USC. Just give, give me the Trojans, man. Give me some talent. Money line. Give me the money line. Give me, yeah, probably the under two, if we're being real. What is that? Do you know? I think it was uh, 138. 138? Yeah. That's a, that's one I would watch because those teams strike me as two that might, you know, get hot quicker, get hot at some point in the first half. Watch, We've also talked that. about this. Like, pretty much, if you have a stereotype for a college basketball team, it's pretty accurate. And it endures beyond coaches. Like Florida players. State, tall and athletic, can't shoot. Still, still. No, Florida State looks like Florida State when all those dudes are stretched out defending. Like it just looks like a spider is on the court. Right. Just like it's just a fucking, super good at defense. It's just a giant web. Can't shoot for shit. Uh, and usually, you know, Hamilton's going to run out a team that looks exactly like that. Yeah. That makes sense. So, I mean, USC, athletic. Okay. Just a bunch of California freaks. I'll take it. I'll bet that in solidarity with you. Okay. So let's just go through the good games. There's actually not a ton of great games this weekend. Most of them already happened, but there is one that's like the biggest game of the year. And then the rest are, there's, there's a, a biggest game of the year, a really good game, and then it's kind of whatever. Right. So let's just talk about the biggest one. Uh, Gonzaga Baylor. Well, this is, this is kind of like a, it's a, a matchup between the two hosts here. It is. Should we have a little I, bet? Should we have a little bet here? Okay. I feel like we need a little what do you friendly podcast yeah. wager. What do you want to bet? Uh, well, what's Baylor known for? What What is Gonzaga known for? <laughs> yeah. 
You can't do what Baylor's yeah, known we're, for we're to be. Do that. We're you, I'm that, not no. letting you do that. <laughs> because even if we just narrowed it down to the basketball team, that's murder. Well, so I'm thinking, you can't yeah. kill me and you can't do anything not else Not even to the me. basketball team. I was just like, the city of Waco, what is it known for? Chip and Joe? Mo- renovate me? Motorcycle gang shootouts. Yeah, motorcycle gang shootouts at restaurants and home, re- and home renovations where they just put up Shiplap. I think the loser should have to buy a motorcycle vest. Like okay. a leather vest. I will wear... If I... Well, no, we got to do what each school's known for, I guess, right? Okay. Is it based on, it's like the when mayors bet. Right. It's like, I'll give you our... Like in Philly, pizza, yeah, yeah, I'll give you a, three pounds of cheesesteak. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. All right. Uh, on the next episode after that, I will wear... I'll be topless with a... Motor, leather motorcycle vest yes okay well are we going on spread then or well, straight up well the spread is zags minus two and a half right I'm, so if uh, i'm beat- thinking just straight up bet if you believe in your baylor bear so much this is your national well. championship pick <laughs> this is my national champion pick jalen suggs is also hurt so it's like yeah we're He's, a little wounded i think suggs be all right uh i think he i think Suggs be back for this game my zags are a little wounded <sighs> all right yeah wait, well i think what yours would be i have no idea what gonzaga is known for like the area, I guess like doomsday bunkers with uh, fucking what's his name, Adam where, Morrison. Where, where are they at? They're in Washington, Spokane. Yeah, Spokane, right? Washington. So it, when I think Gonzaga basketball, I think Adam Morrison, and I think of his doomsday bunkers. So I have to maybe I, I like have to. No, I'll tell you what we have to do. Spokane, Washington reminds me. Uh, it's like the twilight. The area twilight was set in. Okay. I you're gonna have to wear body glitter. On your face for the day, okay. I'll, like yeah, yeah. Like Edward Cullen when he when the sun hits him, well, he's shiny. Yeah, yeah. He's shi- he's like I'm a monster, and he's just like a dark. Yeah, I'll wear gli- I'll wear glitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wear body glitter for the day. For the day. For the day. Yeah. I'm I'm game. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Shake on it. Shake on it. All right. God damn, I'm gonna wear a vest. I know it now. <laughs> You're wearing a fucking vest. Uh. All right. So anyway, so much more expensive I too. Love ba- Baylor's gonna win straight up. So I obviously take the Baylor money line. But if you want to take the spread, take spread. I think Baylor's a better team. Clearly, I think they're harder. Like I think they're tougher. Although I do like, I, I do love I, Timmy and Timmy in particular is Gonzaga's like, he's like one of the first dicks Gonzaga's ever had on the team. Like one of the first guys that's been like, "Fuck you," instead of just like, you know, "Yeah, we're good at basketball. Yeah, let's run up and down it's and score like points." The, their version of Tyler Hansbarrow. He's Philip Rivers. That's he's basketball Philip Rivers. Okay. He's a cheese dick, but he's, you know, he's fucking good. But he's he, your cheese dick. Yeah. 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 But anyway, I still take Baylor. Okay. I mean, best backcourt in the country. So you got that going for you. I do. And they added a guy to it, Flagler. Mm. He was just supposed to be the two. Off the Mitchell bench. And Teague. Well, yeah, Butler. Butler and Teague. Or Butler and Teague. Yep. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Next one. You want to take this one? Which one? Nova, Texas. Nova, Texas, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, are we going back-to-back mayor bets here? No. So you defend, <laughs> How do we combine it? You defend your Texas Longhorns? <laughs> I do like Texas better than Nova at this point. It's my Villanova, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's, it's like my, Dan's from Philly Dan. Yeah. Philly guy. Grew up a big old Nova fan. Yeah. Uh, man, this also does feel like the type of game, though, where – People are high on Texas, and then Nova just comes. Nova in just came off a loss to Virginia Tech. They're not losing to Texas. I'm sorry. They're not losing to Texas. No, I believe this is at Texas. Let me check. It doesn't matter. 
it doesn't matter where the game is, Rob. You, you need to stop doing research on the spot and leave me hung out the dry here with the microphone. I see right. Well, I got to Google it. You know what? The, yeah, it's at Texas. And I'm the faster typer. Uh, you know what, man? I will stick with my Big 12 love. And I think also take just the fucking money line because Texas is the dog. This like literally the same point spread as Baylor. Okay. Uh, it's two and a half from what I found. That might that will probably change going up, but I can't imagine that either Baylor or Texas will become the favorite over the course of two days or whatever. Eh, maybe not. Yeah. Take both Baylor and Texas money line. I think. I think they both win. Nova. Like I watched the Nova game against uh, fuck whoever they played over Thanksgiving weekend. And I don't, they, they looked fine. I know it was early and all that shit. It's a good Nova team, but it's not. This is not a national championship Nova team. You say that. And this is, yeah. But I, this, is, this is exactly the type of team that wins a national championship for Villanova. It's a bunch of, like, you know, three or four stars. Yeah. Because uh, lately, Villanova's been getting a little too uh, full of themselves with these five stars and these these blue chippers. Yeah, and Jay Wright's obviously the better coach and all that shit. Jay Wright's a much better coach than Shaka Smart. Yes. Yeah, I know that. Two-time national I'm champion. I'm still taking Texas. I, the Big 12 is just fucking dirty. He's going back to his roots. He's getting a nice Italian kid from the main line. Yeah, which is kind of a good segment. Colin Gillespie. Yeah, we'll get it. Well, we got a few more. We got a few more betting things to talk about. Okay. I have a couple under games I want to talk about. Hammer those. Just to just to say, if you bet live lines, like I do, I love betting a lot. Live unders is the best fucking thing in the world because the live lines overreact all the time. So, I have a couple games that I like in terms of just, I'm not going to like break it down hard. All right, let me, just give me the teams, give me the numbers, and I'll say if I like them or not. I didn't even write down the numbers. Because what Fair what enough. I want what I want these people to just go look it up yourself. All right, just remember the teams. Go look it up yourself. It doesn't matter. Mybookie.com. Yeah, mybookie.com. Go check that out because it's not about half the time. It's not drinking about drinking bros. I believe doubles your deposit. So. It does. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The code is drinking bros. Yeah. It's not about necessarily what the original line is. It's what about the what the live line is. But you might might as well take the original line on this too. The, all these teams either have good defenses or play slow or shoot for you. Shitty free throws or some combination of like four of those things. I see here first up on the docket whis- whiskey. Yeah, you don't uh, even have who they're playing. You don't even have Wisconsin. Who Wisconsin's playing? Marquette. Okay, so you're just thinking like Brad Davidson just takes 18 charges this game. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking that could be an under. That's not my favorite one because both those teams are competent. Yeah, and so that typically competent teams, you know, make buckets more than incompetent teams, even if they play slow or whatever. I do Wisconsin's like kind of you know veteran laden. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is though, they they are the thing is with the with competent teams though is if they make buckets early, the line really shoots. Okay. Right. Whereas if it's two shitty teams, the line might not react. So you're thinking they're coming out hot if they come out hot. Pay attention to it. Are you going to give out this under before the live line though? No. Uh, so just first five minutes, place that. Bet. Check the first five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See how it goes. Take that under. If you want good unders, K State UNLV. I love it. Both K State's awful. K State's awful, and they play slow, and they play good defense. UNLV's not good, and they play slow, and and I don't know what you could I, like, argue. K State's probably the worst team in the Big Twelve this year. Maybe. I mean, yeah, I I love that one. Tulsa, UT Arlington, two slow teams, two teams that aren't good. <laughs> Miami, Ohio, Wright State, two slow teams, two teams that aren't fucking good. Uh, I do like the under on Nova, Texas. Okay, two slow teams. Well, no, two, I. No, no, slow. slow team. Nova, all they do is jack threes. 
So here's the thing. You're either going to hit that under by halftime or that thing's getting smoked within the first 15 minutes. Nova is the 351st slowest team in the conference for like or three in, the, games in or this year. It doesn't matter. All all Jay Wright. They played Jay slow Wright, as fuck last year. They don't. They just fire threes. They I'm play great defense. And they fire the, the fuck out of the, the ball. The average, average possess, possession length on both offense and defense for them is really long. It's a good die, and Texas they, plays good fucking defense. They live or die by the three, so get, so they could your, die by it. Take your nerdy bullshit so out of here. So they could die by it. I'm gonna throw your computer through the fucking wall, and Jay Wright's gonna come out and fire. They're gonna they're gonna hammer like ten threes in the first five minutes. Nova Texas is a good under, uh, especially if they if Nova hits a couple early threes, fucking smash the under, uh, because Texas doesn't shoot well at all, including free throws. Uh, Xavier Cincy. Both slow teams take the under rivalry game, rock rock fight type game. Yeah, uh, again, back to stereotypes. Cincinnati is like the picturesque rock fight team. Yeah, yeah. well, and Xavier just is like really deliberate, slow. Uh, I like Cal UCLA. Both team UCLA is was ranked. They're not that good. How they, dare you? How dare you? They play diminish the name of Mick Cronin. Yeah, fuck that elf. <laughs> I know it's Christmas season. Is there a better fit to LA than Mick Cronin? No, he's an elf. He's a small elf boy. So no. He's a fish out of water. He is good lord. Yeah, there is no one less Los Angeles than Micro. He looks like a Harry Potter extra. Like I believe in Mick. Like if you were casting The fact that you go by Mick in twenty twenty, I'm just gonna default yeah. have like we're both Irish. We gotta stand that man. I'm we do. Stan or cancel? We're standing him. Okay, yeah. that's fair. And then Wyoming, Oregon State, two shitty teams. They both play really slow. Wyoming, Oregon State, watch that for the under. Like, just just go look up those games. Look at the unders are. I, watch it live on my bookie. Watch Someone, it, whatever. So, sorry, you, and D- don't want to cut you off here, but yeah. we have some comments in the section saying fake Dan Philly mainline dirtbag. No, I'm not from the mainline. They are too classy for me. I'm from Delco. So if you know, you know. Delco. Delco is just white trash. Sounds filthy. It's white it trash. Sounds yeah. like a gas station. It it it's like Wawa, your county yeah. is named. It's like Wawa, a gas dude. Station. That's that's our thing. Yeah, yeah. The first Wawa is in Delco. Jesus. So that's what you gave to the world. A fucking gas station that sells sandwiches. Yeah. Pretty. Not even to the world. Like just to other parts of the wildly mediocre sandwiches. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't in love with Wawa. I'm not gonna lie. We're gonna we're gonna be here. We gotta give out some hot takes. Wawa just okay. Wawa just okay. Actually, you know what I think is less than just okay. Publix. Wow. I might fight you. Here's the thing about Publix. I might fight you. The bread's fantastic. This, this show went one episode, and now we're about to, we're we're about about to kill each off. other. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you dare be smirched in him with Publix. The bread's great. The meat is just boar's head. It was real fucking mediocre. Yeah, but you get the chicken tender sub. Okay. Well, it's I, didn't, on sale. I didn't do that. Yeah, it's your fucking problem. Okay, great. Yeah, fuck it. What I I don't care. Fuck, fuck Publix. Fuck Wawa. I liked Wawa better than Publix. If I'm being quite honest. <sighs> Whatever. But I'm a tough sandwich critic. From St. Louis. Yeah. Sure. Big, big sandwich guy. Enjoy your Emos pizza. Emos is great. It's not. Fuck you. You've never even had it. It's it's not good. Did you eat it? No, oh, you didn't come to my bachelor party. So you no, weren't in St. Louis. But I've had it. it. It sucks. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. All right, let's get into Dan's uh, favorite segment. I love this segment, too, actually. Future real estate agent of the week. You want to explain this? Yeah, so obviously college basketball, you know. Most 
college athletes are going to be professional in something other than sports. It's <laughs> in their, GoPro and something other than it's sports. It's in their commercials. Yeah. It's, it's all, you know, was it 99.9%? Something probably. like that. Totally What's funny that is up. that Jerry, I want to say Jerry Rice was in one of those commercials, and he went to a school where no one should go professional in sports. No. And he was somehow like the greatest, what like top five greatest NFL players of all time. I'm not a big Jerry Rice guy. All right, well, personally, I can't even. A lot of people like to say he's the greatest receiver of all time. I just show them Randy Moss. But yeah, sure. Anyway. Jerry Rice is what you'll love about this what you'll, top two receiver of all time. What you'll love about this podcast is Dan's scorching hot taste. I don't think it's a hot take to say I, I enjoy Randy Moss more than Jerry Rice. You said he, you said that Jerry, you weren't a big Jerry Rice guy, as in like Jerry Rice is not that good. You stick him. <laughs> all right. Anyway, just explain, just explain the segment. Uh, so yeah, every week we're gonna highlight a guy who is our player of the week, player of the kind of just a person that is balling out in college but has no chance at the NBA. But will be rich. Yeah, you can cash in on like some type of real estate. Image and everything else in another industry. Well, pro- well maybe not. This guy will be rich, but a lot, maybe a lot of them won't. But this guy will make money right. on his face. Right, right. And this week we're going we're gonna to kind of stick close to home, uh, for me at least, for Philadelphia, Villanova, Colin Gillespie. Colin Gillespie. What, what are his measurables? He's 6'3". Six, 6'3". Three. Six, three. White. I think that's very important to note. White. 6'3". Yeah, uh, no one no one was guessing Colin Gillespie was black, by the way. No, no. No one's thinking Colin Gillespie is a, is a no. black man. No. Uh, he's actually just kind of like uh, Archie, Archie Diacono, just like the second version of him. Yeah, which, by the way, uh, is a bull. He's a Chicago should we, bull. Should you link it in the chat comments that we found his LinkedIn page? That uh, people are just going to look up. No, just look it up yourself. Look yeah. it up. Archie Diacono, professional basketball player for the Chicago Bulls, has has a LinkedIn page saying he's a professional basketball player for the Chicago Bulls. Which tells me he's not a professional basketball player. You really can't. Like, there's no way that you're a professional basketball player. If you're, you're on LinkedIn, LinkedIn. No, no. Who are you trying to meet? Who could you who who could you meet on LinkedIn that you couldn't just meet on Earth? To get, like, that 10-day contract? Right. <laughs> Just send them your LinkedIn. Do you think you have to apply for for an NBA uh, roster spot? Just send them in your LinkedIn with your your resume, maybe a cover letter. You gotta apply a little bit. You gotta prove you're not like send a, a demo a, reel. Have a criminal history or blowing lines. Look, I was on a national championship winning Villanova team. Yeah, yeah. Well, we saw Tom Brady's resume back in the day, where he just listed that he was. A national champ, whatever. Well, I mean, Duncan Robinson was, uh, I believe, for a class, sending out a bunch of like cover letters and uh, resumes for a future job in sports media. Yeah. Before he Just ended up case. with the uh, Miami Heat. Yeah. Because he, I mean, he figured he, you know, he was kind of bouncing around. He was in the G League, I believe, it was in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, at one point. Yeah. And uh, yes, yeah, somehow caught fire for uh, the Heat during a training camp got and that quick release. Got that right. He's yeah. in the finals this year. So. He he would be someone that we would have nominated. Oh, dude, yeah, Duncan Robinson. But been wrong about. We want to be wrong though. We right? want to be wrong about everyone. Yeah, including Colin. I hope nothing but the best for Colin. But Gillespie. isn't Duncan Robinson like three inches taller? Oh yeah, Duncan Robinson's like six seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's a so bit taller than. This is just a normal white dude who's with six three. Pretty undefined like arms. <laughs> Decent <laughs> like, jumper. Yeah. Like, He's great college guy. Great college guy. He's like 
when you think of like the perfect uh, person for this award, I always go back to um, just like Aaron Kraft from Ohio State. Or you know who's a good uh, who's going to show up on this at one point? Uh, Mac McClung. Mac McClung, of course, Riff He's Raff's cousin, future insurance salesman. Definitely real not Riff Raff's cousin, but for the sake of argument, yeah, why not? But yeah, Con Gillespie is gonna have his face on a bench in Philadelphia. Philadelphia being like, hey. I'll sell your house. Like, yeah, it's kind of like so, uh, <laughs> Case McCoy here. Like, in it's like, or like, maybe he'll be, maybe, you know, maybe he'll go to law school and he'll be like, hire Colin Gillespie, and your case will be a slam dunk on a fucking bench in, in, or a train. Is there a train in Philadelphia? Yeah, yeah, train. Septa. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's what's gonna. That's Colin Gillespie is our future real estate agent of the week. And uh, yeah, I think that's a, a good opening case. Well. well He's absolutely. I mean, he'll he'll probably be in the G League and stuff, but he will. He might try to go to Europe. He might go to Israel. Who knows? Yeah, he'll he he will definitely play professionally for a few years. But yeah, he, this is this if, is his like career. Eventually, this is his livelihood. Yeah, event, like, like long term. Ev- He's not making enough money in basketball. Eventually, to everyone survive to retire. No, eventually everyone gets tired of living in Ukraine. Yeah, so he will go to everyone's backup job, which is real estate. Right, and do great. Like, hey, I'm go crush. Like, uh, there's a like UT players here do real estate. Yeah, Case and, McCoy. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, oh my god, yo. like UT alums eat it the fuck up. Like, <laughs> he doesn't do any. He doesn't have to do anything. All you gotta do is throw up the hook. Uh, hook him, man. Hook him. Yeah, yeah. Remember that game? I didn't win. Yeah, fuck yeah. Remember when I beat OU? Oh, did he? I think Case McCoy did beat OU. Yeah. Wow. All right. Uh, but yeah. All right. At least so, he says he does. That is our future real estate agent of the week. Con Gillespie is the original guy. And uh, we're just going to close out with uh, probably everyone's favorite segment. The Bill Walton quote of the week. Yes. I just hold the mic up to the computer, you think? It's probably fine. No, I think you just say it. Just kind of read just it. Say it? Yeah. Well, it's not reading. He only video. I don't think we have the rights to the audio or the oh, video, so okay. you probably just got to read it. There is a quote here. So, all right, they did write it down, thankfully, so I don't have to memorize it. So, Bill Walton, if you uh, have never watched this man do color commentary on a college basketball game, did you get real drunk, real high, or just whatever, and uh, listen to it. It's better than the game. It's literally like ESPN just trots out an insane old man. I'm gonna. He's by far. He's top three, not top one. Guess we want to get on the podcast. Walton eventually. is our is our white whale. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna send out some feelers. If you don't know anything emails, about him, he's like a burnt tweets. out deadhead who also happened to be. People know who fucking Bill Walton is, man. No, he's a deadhead. I love out. that you go deadhead and not like former like NBA great. Former NBA great has nothing to do with this quote. Right. All ev- acid and weed and coke. Everything has to do with, you know, the hundreds, maybe even thousands of times he's seen the dead fish. Fucking, <laughs> he just follows jam bands. The amount of times he's like, I don't know, probably like tripped, like dropped acid and then read like a history book. To like try and travel back in time, and you don't watch Bill Walton games for his, you know, in depth analysis. You go for no the Bill Walton show, yeah. And I enjoy. I forget who he was, who his like play by play guy is, uh, like who goes with him all the time, right? But it doesn't matter. That dude always just like brings it out of him. Like ESPN is just like your job. Right. Hey, your job is to get the crazy guy to say crazy shit. You don't even have to prompt him because but he does. He's like, when so we, Bill. When we eventually inevitably get Bill Walton on the podcast, we won't even have to pick up our microphones. 
No, but he will just go. But the guy, I forget his name, but the guy literally will be like, there'll be like a lull in the action or, or whatever. And the guy will just be like, Bill, have you seen any birds lately? And it, then there's just 20 minutes of Bill Walton on About birds. how birds aren't real. Bill, yeah. Walton's got 20 minutes on birds. Or like, what the fuck ever. Like, Bill, uh, what do you think the ocean's made of? Well, that's why they put them on these Pac-12 games, right? So, like, yeah. most of these games are dog shit. And also you need to fill some space. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. That's true. Although he was on Maui and a bunch of people were bitching about it. A bunch of people had never heard Bill Walton before. We're just like... Because he's late night. He's, he's Pac-12 after so, dark. Yeah, he's after dark. So, anyway, Bill Walton was asked... Because uh, these guys broadcast the game from home, yeah, COVID shit or whatever. And Bill Walton was asked by his uh, by the color guy uh, who he was paired with. There, he was like, "Where are you? So where are you broadcasting from? Presumably, presumably meaning where in your house." But of course, he knew that like Walton was going to say something fucking bananas, and ESPN was like, "Just ask him open ended questions, and, and he'll say yeah crazy shit." So he was like, "Where are you broadcasting from?" and Bill Walton was like, I, I am in our solar system, uh, sitting atop a mountain on Mars. And then he claimed he was on Mons Venus, which is the mountain on like the tallest mountain in the solar system. It's also a strip club in Tampa Bay. Yeah. Anyway, Walton, one of the best, actually. Um, it's, I believe, routinely uh, top two strip joint in Tampa and the entire United monstrous. States. Oh, it's huge. It's like the size of the mountain. Yeah. Mars, kind of. um, like these aren't, you're not getting Tuesday D-list uh, like strippers at this joint. It's all, nothing but like fucking prime, like American prime A, USDA. Beef? Beef. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> sure. I don't know. Just like the top of the top. It's yeah. The, it's the, the peak of strip clubs. Well, Walton said he was there, but at the one on Mars... Which I, it wouldn't surprise me if Walton thinking you know, he was on Mars was kind of like he thinks he's uh, the dude from Watchmen, Doctor Manhattan. Like yep. he just thinks he transcends right molecules and space. I would and like time to see Bill Walton as Doctor Manhattan in some future project. He thinks he has Doctor Manhattan's brain, essentially. Like he just thinks he lives outside of time, mm -hmm. but he doesn't. He's just an old fucking. Weirdo. I don't think he knows where he is or what he is. No. He just is, man. That's why he's on. Yeah. Yeah. He's like McConaughey. I, I guarantee you, actually, McConaughey will be giving those types of interviews in like 60 years. What if we get McConaughey and years. Bill Walton in the same interview and we just let them go? I, you know, give them a show. I don't think, yeah. A drum would come out. <laughs> For sure. Like a. Drum. Yeah. No, a drum's coming. Drum's going out. Uh, but that is it. That's, that's all our, we got. That's our first episode of DB College Hoops. DB College Hoops in the bag, one episode. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Uh, make sure to rate and subscribe, obviously. Rate uh, and subscribe on the audio. Sports for the audio on iTunes. Get us up the charts. Also, uh, make sure to subscribe. Tell a friend about this podcast. We also have a history podcast. If you want to check that out, it's called Softcore History. Me and Rob do that with our friend Jake Goldman, where we cover just obscure topics in history. Just weird, obscure topics. Last week, what did we do last week? Oh, we did Ragnar Lothbrook. Yeah, we talked about Viking Jesus last week. Week before that, we talked about how the guy who banged Pocahontas, John Smith. John Smith lived a pretty rad life. He was cutting off the heads of Turks we long before he... did all the graffiti he... in Pompeii the week before that. Yeah, yeah. the graffiti in Pompeii was yeah. like Twitter in Roman times. Pretty much. They left like whorehouse reviews on the side of whorehouses. Pretty sick. Yeah. yeah. They carved it in too. They didn't have spray paint back then. That's why I'm, that's why I'm doing this much. So, uh yeah. Thanks for joining. Yeah, uh, like like Dan said, like, subscribe. 
Thanks for commenting on the live and everything like that. Subscribe to the YouTube channel too, Drinking Bros Sports. We'll be back Saturday for that Baylor Gonzaga game. Baylor Gonzaga, so. I think it's at noon. Yeah.